Running a sustainable and profitable service-based business doesn't have to mean hustle and losing your creativity. But amongst the noise online, it can be hard to figure out what works and what doesn't. The Secret Weapon Diaries, hosted by veteran service provider Gabrielle Chipier, is your go-to resource for discovering the best methods to attract quality clients and charge what you're worth so you can get back to creating portfolio-worthy work that you love. And if you want more, visit secretweapon.club for access to free resources and a community of secret weapons just like you. So, let's get started. Hi, uh, my name is Gabrielle Chipier and I help female web designers uh, build a profitable and sustainable business so that they can attract the best clients, charge what they're worth, and fall in love with their work again. Now, in this episode of The Secret Weapon Diaries, we are going to be talking about how you can stop the cycle of under-earning in your web design business so that you can be far more profitable and actually enjoy what you're doing again. So before I get started, uh, if this sounds like something that you want to learn more about, then I definitely recommend that you hop over to secretweapon.club and you'll find a lot of amazing resources there and a link to join the well-paid web designer Facebook group, which I think you're going to absolutely love. So we'd love to see you in there. So this is something that I struggled with for a long time. I was caught on this almost like a hamster wheel of always consistently undercharging for the projects that I was quoting because I was worried about getting the job in the first place and so would drastically undercut my rates and this always left me trying to make up for it on the next job and the next job and the next job and we all know that leads to a cycle of horrible catch-up it's just no fun um, I was constantly overscheduled, I was not making enough money, I was horribly in debt, and it was just going over and over and over again. And really the key part of that was that I was always undercharging and not being realistic about what I really needed to make in my business in order to not only break even, but to be profitable. So that's a key here. I want you to be profitable. I don't want you to be just breaking even. I mean, we don't want to be just treading water. We want to be taking broad strokes to reach our destination, right? So speaking of broad, that's kind of the first thing that we need to do. We need to get a little bit more specific in our ideas of what more money means to us. Now for years and years, I would just have make more money as a goal. And that was kind of, it's too broad, right? Uh, what's more money? What's more money for you? What's more money for me? Uh, those numbers are probably different, right? We're not being specific enough. So really the first step is to be really specific in our numbers. And then we're gonna go through this process of finding out how much you actually need to charge for all of your projects that you're quoting so that you can get and stay profitable in your web design business. So the first step is we have to do a lot of number crunching. So I want you to go back and get a piece of paper, get your notebook, get a spreadsheet, whatever is your tool of choice. And I want you to start listing out everything you need to pay every single month to survive. 
Now we're going to go really practical on this first run of the exercise. I just want you to list out things like your rent, your groceries, your utilities, your phone bill, your internet, um, you know, your kids school fees, your transportation costs, everything that you need personally in order to um, break even so that you have enough money to live each and every month. So this is just like your current expenses. And we also do that on the business side. So I want you to look at your business expenses. What are you paying for tools and platforms? What are you paying for your hosting? What are you paying for your project management software? Uh, what do you need to set aside for taxes? Those kind of things get really, really specific on the dollar amounts that you need each and every month, both on your personal side and on your business side, so that you can actually stare that number in the face. And that first step is really key. When I first did this exercise, I was amazed at how much money I actually needed to survive. And it was a lot more than what I was paying myself, let me tell you. <laughs> and of course, that led me to undercharging and you know not being able to survive. So when we have that number, that's what I like to call our break even number. So we know what we need to make each and every month. We know what we need to pay ourselves each and every month in order to break even. So that's not even really making much profit. That's just, you know, we have enough to tread water and stay exactly where we are. Now we get to kind of dream a little bit. And I want you to go through the exact same exercise, same piece of paper or flip it over a uh, different sheet in your spreadsheet. And I want you to go through that exact same process, only dreaming big. So on your personal side, what do you want to make every month so that you can, you know, maybe put a thousand dollars away for your retirement fund. Maybe you want to sign up your kids for that Taekwondo class that they've been bugging you about. Maybe you want to upgrade your grocery budget so that you can buy the organic grass fed beef rather than the cheap cuts. You know, what do you want to be able to have as expenses in your life so that, you know, you're super, super happy. And then you want to do that on your business side as well. So look at your business expenses. Maybe you want to hire a VA, you know, maybe you want to pay for an accountant. Maybe you want to hire a business advisor. Maybe you want to have a two week paid vacation in your business every year so that you have to, uh, you know, save a little bit of money every month for that. I want you to dream and I want you to put down exactly what you want, you know, someday. <laughs> so this is kind of like the fun exercise. So when we go through this exercise, we end up with $2 amounts and I want you to break it down into a monthly amount. So what's your monthly break even costs and what's your monthly profitability cost? So the first one is just being very practical. You're, you know, just examining your life as it is now, what you need to get by. And then your profitability number is going to be what do you need to make every single month for you to have that life that you really want? You know, maybe it's a higher mortgage. You know, maybe it's increased rent because you want to go and get that amazing new house. Whatever that number is, there's no right or wrong answer for any of this, but we do need to find out that specific number on both sides. We need our break even number and we need our profitability number. So when I first did this, it surprised me. Like I mentioned before, first, how much money I actually needed to survive. And then when I went through that dreaming exercise and put down exactly what I wanted, 
what I actually needed to have that dream life was actually a lot less than I thought it would be. So that was a second surprise when I did this exercise for the first time. You know, I wanted this big acreage. I wanted all these things. I wanted to, you know, be able to spend so much money every month on vacations and all of this stuff. And the actual cost of that was a lot less than I thought it was going to be. So these two numbers are going to help us immensely uh, when we go into this other step of the process. Now, before I get into that next step of the process, uh, if you want to go deeper into any of this, I definitely recommend you hopping over to secretweapon.club. You can grab a free copy of the audiobook version of my book, and you can read all about this for free. So definitely go check that one out. So once you have your two numbers, and you know how much you need to make every single month, both to break even and both to be super profitable and have that life you really want. Now we have to get practical about it and really determine how much we need to charge for every single hour of our time in order to hit both of those. Now this is where that undercharging really comes in because we are not really accurate about both how long a project takes us to do and how much we need to be earning on that project in order to break even and or be profitable. So I want you to take a really honest look at your time now. So I do it by week because I have kind of an odd schedule, right? Being a mom and working from home, you know, some days I have two hours of work time. Other days I have eight, you know, depending if the kids are on school or not, or if it's a weekend, all that. And I always want to put in a little bit of a margin so that I'm not working, you know, every single minute that I possibly can. And I want to take time for me. I've talked a little bit about before uh, scheduling so that you have margin and room in your schedule for yourself and self care. So I want you to look at your schedule. How many hours every week do you have to actually do client projects? Now, and we also have to make a distinction here between working on our business and billable hours. Now, a lot of people will say, oh, if you're working on your business and that doesn't count as a billable hour, but not so for us. When we look at our hours, an hour is an hour and is, is an hour. And we need to be making that specific amount of money every hour, no matter what we're actually doing in our business. So be very frank with yourself and add up how many hours a week you have to work in your business. So for me, when I first did this exercise, I think it worked out to be I had about, I think it was 16 or 18 hours a week where I could honestly say I could sit down, I had kid-free time, there was no distractions, um, you know, I had a couple hours in an evening here, a couple hours first thing in the morning here, you know, and I was kind of like grabbing these pockets of time here, there, and everywhere. Now I'm a little bit more stable. My kids are, you know, going into school full time. So I have uh, larger pockets of time that I can count on. So now I think I have like 26 or 28 hours a week that I can conceivably work. Now, when we have that number, number of hours, then it's just a simple division. You take those two numbers, you have the break even amount and the profitability amount, and you divide them by the number of hours in a week that you have, or sorry, back up one step, you take that hourly week and you want to turn it into monthly hours. So say if you have 20 hours a week to work on your business, you would then have, you know, 80 hours a month. So you would take that monthly amount that you need to make for break even and for profitability. And then you would take the monthly hours and you divide that. And there you have your minimum and your ideal hourly wage for your business. 
when we have that amount of money, it's really, or that like dollar specific dollar amount, we have a lot more, I'm going to say conviction in our pricing because when it's laid out on that paper in black and white, I need to make, you know, at least say $80 an hour in order to break even, or I need to make at least, you know, $127 an hour, whatever it is for you to be profitable and actually getting these things that I want. Then it becomes so much more easier to look at our pricing and say, am I actually making that for this project? And then when we quote new prospects and new clients, we can say, hey, I have to make this amount of money. You know, this is obviously going on in your head. You're not telling your client your, uh, you know, your break-even amount. But you know that, say, if a project's going to take you 10 hours a week, then you have to be charging at least X amount of dollars for those 10 hours so that you can break even. And once we have that, it makes our pricing um, more, not more fluid, but more consistent and it gives us so much more conviction because we know that that's how much we need to make. So it stops that undercharging pattern because we stop undercharging. <laughs> Get my drift there? All right, so once you have that number, your goal now is to move from the break even number and move toward that profitable number. You want to start quoting at that profitable number or somewhere in between so that you can steadily steadily get there. Now this isn't like a raise your prices right now kind of idea. This is a this is the goal that you're going towards and this is how you get there. Because once you have the first number, that's your starting point, and then you have your dream number, your profitable number, that's your end goal. You can start making that transition from one to the other. So let's recap. Uh, today I talked about how you can stop undercharging in your web design business. And the biggest idea is that we need to get really, really, really clear on the specific numbers that we need to earn. That's what we need to break even and then what we need to, to earn to be profitable. And when we have those two numbers going through the process of adding up our expenses, both personal and business, and making sure that we're really clear about what we actually need, then we can start to charge accordingly based on the number of hours we have in a month. And when we have those hours, we can stop that undercharging um, cycle that we get stuck in, right? So if this was helpful, and if you're serious about bringing these changes into your web design business, if you're so, so, so sick of undercharging and overworking and wanna figure out how to stop that cycle, then I definitely recommend that you hop on over to secretweapon.club and go check out the free resources I have there, but also join the Well-Paid Web Designer, the Facebook group. I think it's gonna be an amazing community and I really want you in there so that you can start making these changes in your web design business. So if this episode resonated with you and if you want to hear more, then definitely subscribe. I would love a like or a share or a heart. All of that stuff just makes me feel great. And I love getting your feedback. So definitely feel free to send me any feedback you have on this episode or ideas for new ones. That's it for me. Thank you so much for joining me today and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning into this week's Secret Weapon Diaries. Join me again next week as we continue discussing how you can grow a profitable and sustainable service-based business. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes 
And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd love to hear from you in the comments or in the reviews. If you'd like to go deeper, make sure to visit secretweapon.club and check out the free resources, plus access a community of secret weapons just like you.